Welcome to another episode of the Corporate Happiness Show. I am your host, Jacqueline Pirtle. You can find me at FreakyHealer.com. I'm a thought leader for mindfulness and happiness, and I just love sharing with conscious individuals, leaders, and businesses how to live more energetic and how to do business more energetic, which includes happiness at work because it's very, very dear to me. And in these times where things are a little bit more intense and constantly changing, it's really important to align with the values, which happiness is a big value. My guest today, I mean, every guest is super special, yet I feel like I teamed up with a really, really energetic being. Her name is Jennifer. Thank you so much for being on the show, Jennifer. Oh, it's such my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. It was, your energy is infectious. And so I'm so excited for our time together today. Thank you. Yeah, I'm really excited too. <laughs> Took me a couple tries to start, but hey, I've been on vacation and then coming back and getting my mind back into things. So yeah. we met actually through the focus groups that I hold a lot of times on Fridays and they're all uh, research groups on happiness and mindfulness at work and whatnot. And it's just amazing the wisdom and when these groups are meeting, what comes out of it. We also are fellow podcasters. I know we also met before that through a podcasting workshop. So I feel like we're going way back and we're really teaming up here. So I would say let's dive in right into where we left off in the focus group, which is um, you know, happiness, your expertise, and tell us a little bit about your background and what you do and why this subject is so important. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's such a, I think this, this time is such a perfect time for HR professionals, um, for encouragers. I'm an encourager at heart. <laughs> and um, right now, you know, I'm just kind of leveraging my background with retail, um, hospitality, and the time that I've had through through working through big corporate brands and small regional brands and even one-off mom and pops just to help everybody understand how to connect best with their employees in a time where there's a lot of chaos happening right and we yeah. want to create that safe space that positive space for our teams to really flourish and thrive and from the perspective of HR I also like to really come alongside um you know, the, whoever that owner or that CEO or that, you know, that leader, that business unit leader is to give them encouragement, because I think that's something that's often forgotten is we think about the team and the team is absolutely most important, right? Cause they're frontline, they're talking with the guests. Um, but it's also the leaders. They need a little bit of a boost and sometimes they don't have the best of days and they need some encouragement and a reminder. So that's really my forte. Um, 20 plus years from coast to coast working with folks. Um, and I'm just so thrilled to be able to kind of share some of these little tidbits. And like you said, really, really talk about the encouragement and the happiness aspect because there's so much negativity out there. And it's really, really important to remember that, you know, we're here to encourage as an HR professional and to be that sounding board for all levels of the organization. And um, it really will help everyone have their best version of their self at work with a person in that position that kind of looks at it through that lens. 
Yeah, I like what you just said when you said pulling everything together. You know, that makes it wholesome because you can help the people, but then if you forget the, you know, in between the managers and then the the higher leaders and then the owners, you know, the executives, if you forget that, it won't work. It's really like a pulling together. And I think HR is like the glue. It, It creates a stage where everyone if the leaders let the hr people be that and if the people acknowledge that hr are actually on their side i think hr can really create like a stage where everyone can meet and then i like how you said encouragement so how does encouragement feel for you like what is it with encouragement because you light up when you say that I know I know it is and you know for me and and it could very well be the space that I've found myself building my career so retail and hospitality and restaurants it's very much um hands-on right it's the type of type of industry um what I found is is you have to be with your team So, so often I think there's folks that they get behind their desk and they push the paper and they process, you know, employee files or whatever it might be, or do an investigation and they don't understand like what the day-to-day actually looks like, Mm -hmm. um, so that they can have that real, real, and we're talking real, real, real perspective, like what the teams go through. Um, and that's always been something that that encourager in me, um, has been, really good at and and just kind of thrives you know understanding what the team is going through so that means being on the floor with them that means a few times a week or or so you know kind of engaging with them understanding what it's like what do they go through um what does their day-to-day look like so you can really hear the pain points because i think that's that's to your point like the glue that hr is that kind of brings everybody together um you know, if you if you don't see it firsthand as best you can, because I know there's some folks that maybe are working remotely, and so that's a little bit tough. But um, to see it firsthand and really genuinely listen to what the team has to say, it's gold, and it yeah. will really help you move your organization forward and remove some of those obstacles. Not all, right? There's going to be some things that are, they're still going to be a little challenging, but um, really remove those obstacles and, and understand how to make it better for everybody else. And it really builds trust. So encouragement and trust are the two biggest things. And you have to earn the trust. I know a lot of people will say, oh, you know, it's your title. They should just trust you and respect you just because. But that's not really true. I mean, no. think about it. In in the landscape of, of my industry with retail and, and hospitality, you have people who are trying to feed their families on, you know, a lower hourly wage, even as much as it's increased across um, the country with minimum wage, et cetera. It's still sometimes they have to have multiple jobs in order to do their job. So I try to bring that my heart and that encouragement piece into that picture when I'm thinking about what they're going through. So if there's like no that. having an yeah, issue. It's- so much heart that you're putting into this and i like how you said pain points and you know Mm -hmm. it's like a lot of people when it's like pain point they kind of cringe and it's negative and whatnot however Mm -hmm. like you mentioned there is gold in there so if we can Mm -hmm. say hey what is your pain point you know and earn that trust so they can actually share that with you 
when you're not scared of hearing the pain points because there's nothing negative about it there's so much information in it and then turn that around and then you actually will understand and know what your people need what you can do for them and what's even possible some things are possible some things are not possible so I like that and I really, really want to highlight that pain points are nothing but positivity because it's chock full of information. And if you're not scared of that, you can actually learn a lot. And that means when then you show up and you know all this stuff because you took the pain points in, you did, you know, thought process, whatnot, and then you come to your people, that earns you trust right there. Yeah. Because you know what you're talking about. And you, like you say, you go down to the floor with them. Mm -hmm. So I really, really like that. Yeah, it's it's um it's a lot about that psychological safety too, which is kind of, you know, that that philosophy or that um, foundation where you create a space where people can bring you their feedback good bad or indifferent and not feel that there's going to be retaliation or you know that there's that fear of something their managers are going to freak out on them yeah it's like creating that safe space and feedback like you said whether it's called feedback or a pain point or whatnot like it's so important um in order to really get down to what are the trends? What are the themes? What are the things that, um, you know, there could be some great things too, right? That by by being with your team, you could discover something wonderful that a particular manager is doing that, wow, could impact a larger portion of the organization just by having those conversations. So, oh, yeah. you know, I, that's also a tactic that I think is really important is having, um, you know, that open space, whether it's like an HR office hour where you're like, hey, come yeah. see me, or you're, you know, you're down where they are and like doing little like chat sessions with cookies and, yeah. you know, whatever in the afternoon just so that you're like come Something. come guys I want to talk to you yeah. like, make it comfortable make it comfortable yeah. yeah and go with what the people need kind of and yeah. you know I was just thinking when you were, we were talking about pain points why are people scared of pain points or why do they think mm-hmm. it's maybe negative and it's really because uh, we attach emotion to it you know yeah. to not take anything personal you know when somebody is unhappy in your company to when you take it personal then you don't really want to look at it or it scares you or it initiates feelings in you too and then you're bringing your feelings to the table too and there will not be a really good resolution however when you say you know what i'm going to sit down with mm-hmm. that person or have a zoom call whatnot and i'm going to leave my emotions out so it's like it's like a a neutral space because it's all about that person you know what are your pain points and leave your emotions out don't feel attacked don't take it personal it's Mm -hmm. because what they're feeling has nothing to do with you it's their feeling and then suddenly pain points are actually really amazing you know i want to know all of them and Mm -hmm. the other thing is it's like it's then okay for somebody to share these pain points because you're not taking it personal and you will find a solution for it too because it has nothing to do with you it's like a really nice it it creates a comfortable and safe like you say place for people to actually share that with you know hr leaders or anything to I think we, a lot of times we just take it so personal, right? And we feel yeah, that attacked or whatnot, yeah. right? Yeah, I do. And I think it's, it's, it's the role of HR, at least in my opinion. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, Tell to me. Be, to, to really be like a coach as well. You know, you're, you're in that corner of whether it's the executive or the manager or, you know, whatever level of leader um, to let them know, because they're, 
they're working hard too. I think that's that's the thing, like we talked about just a little bit ago, that everybody's putting their best effort. And sometimes it does feel personal if the manager is newer or maybe they've done things the same way forever and they've always gotten the same results. But for yeah. whatever reason in this season, that approach is not working right now. So to kind of be that inter intermediary to kind of sit everyone down at the table and and give that space that open heart and that and just that true listening to bring everyone together like that's something that i take really seriously and and um i think is is really important just to oh, get yeah. the best out of each person yeah yeah and also to give that to yourself though too you know like to give it to other people encouragement right but also to yourself and let yourself off the hook a little bit too as hr mm -hmm. because it's a big job. It's yes. a really big job. And to just know every day you show up, you give your best and mm -hmm. tomorrow you can do that again, maybe even a little bit better, maybe, you know, in yeah. maybe a little bit different, maybe a little, just a little less or whatnot to just kind of like be kind to yourself too. So how do you think encouragement is best given as a HR professional you know, in the workspace, because yeah. encouragement, you give different to children, to your spouse, to sure. yourself, to your pets. Mm -hmm. However, for HR, how would you define that? How would you yeah. describe no, that? No, it's a great, it's a great question. I think you have to, you have to understand this, the, the kind of space that you're in. So what is the vibe of your environment? You know, if you're depending upon where you're at, what are you able to do? You know, there might be some yeah. safety, you know, restraints or something if you're in a factory setting versus, you know, a restaurant where you can just walk around and talk to the team. But I think it's really um, setting something that the team feels um, valued, you know, bringing that value and recognizing the hard work that they're doing and whether that's working with the managers to create some sort of, um, you know, reward system or, you know, some sort of recognition board. Like we've had, I've, you know, done lots of different things where it's like the team will write notes to each other, like, oh, you know, this person and such. And it's having that up and for everybody to see, it's like, oh, I see my name. Because think about that, like your name, you know, yeah. you come to work, it's yeah. who you are, you give your best. I'm Jen, you're Jacqueline. And, <laughs> and that recognition feels so good, so yeah. seen and so heard, you know? So I think sometimes it's just simple things like that. Um, other times it's recognizing that there is more inside the person. So a great way is also making sure that employee reviews are being done, right? Like that's yeah. a great time to sit down and have that conversation. And if you're in a, a situation where your organization's only doing that once a year, that's doing yourself and the employee a disservice. Those conversations should be ongoing, whether it's, you know, every 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, or quarterly, or whatever you have time to do based on, you know, we get it. HR has a lot on their shoulders with the employee, with, with managers and whatnot. But, um, you know, making sure that that conversation, you know, one thing I tell my managers is if you're sitting down um, with, a, with a team member or, or a you know, subordinate, direct report, et cetera, and you're telling them something and their reaction is shock and dismay, like it's the first time they've heard any of this, that's on you because this shouldn't be something that they just heard for the first time. This should be something that's like, oh, you're right, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> We've talked about this, you know, and crud, like I, I just couldn't get it together, whatever it might be. Or thank you like for recognizing that. I know I've tried to do better, whatever it might be, you know? Um, and I think that's also in a, in a more formal way of bringing encouragement 
it's like, hey, like I'm here for you. I really want to invest in you. Um, I see more in you. Yes, you're an hourly, um, you know, crew member right now, but we have this leadership development program. And I really see you like within the next six months, like let's put a plan together and really see where you can move forward because you are excellent in X, Y, and Z area. You know, so that's I like kind of that. Cool. I like that what you just said, like, because a lot of times we're thinking just kind of like, just like right now or tomorrow. But what yeah. I like what you just mentioned is let's put a plan together. Because yeah. don't you think I mean, I think so that if in a company people actually are working towards something, be yes. it two months, three months, six months, you know, mm-hmm. year maybe a little bit long, right? Because we yeah. all kind of like, you know, six months, maybe, but to to have a plan in place so think about the change in a company if every employee even Mm -hmm. the leadership would say you know let's have a make a plan put a plan together meeting and then say what would you like and let's put a plan together in you know creating that and you know in the next two three six months or whatnot i think people would actually that would be happy and they would have a goal they would have a reason beyond just you know beyond pay which is super important and uh, being valued is super important being understood is super important but then there is this it's almost like a rooftop of, you know, like that's why another goal, a really big goal of why I do that. And for somebody that might be a course, right? Mm-hmm. So for somebody might be a promotion. Why not be Absolutely. open about it? I want to have a promotion. Well, mm-hmm. let's put a plan together. We see you in that <laughs> right. and to be out front with it, you know, or, you know, this may be a little too fast, but you know what, if you do this training, we see this mm-hmm. for you, right? And Absolutely. I just, you just really touch based on something. And I think oh. that making a plan for somebody and telling them, let's sit together and let's come up with a plan for that. That is powerful. It is. It is so powerful because they're, it becomes something that they get to own too. Yes. You know, it's not just like, well, here are the, the three goals that everybody on the team is working towards, but it's something that's personalized. And I think especially with where we find ourselves with the different, um, you know, generations of workers that are in, in our workforce now, oftentimes those that are that are with us, they want that personalization. They want to know that it's something that's specific to them. Um, The other thing that I think is really, really important, and this is is kind of another, you know, HR trick and tool, if you will, is is really when when the team is being onboarded, making sure when you're hiring and bringing people on and getting them trained that they understand the bigger picture of what they're what they're there for. They're not just a cog. Like, what is it the mission, the vision, the values of the organization, like explaining that in a way that it's not just reading from a PowerPoint slide as you're standing in a conference room, but like genuinely having a conversation about who, who is this person on our team as it relates to that mission, you know, as an organization that I was with recently has a mission to be, you know, the most caring company in the world. That seems so large, right? Like, but, but that's amazing. It's supposed to be, it's, it's supposed to be something you're reaching for the stars and you're like, wow, I get to be a part of something so big. So then having those deeper conversations of, okay, so what does it look like on the day to day? You know, yeah. how does, how does that translate into running a fast food restaurant? You know, what, yeah. what does that look like? You're, you're serving guests. It's quick. 
they're buying a $10 meal, but like the world's most caring company. How do you do that? Yeah, you know, you so that? having yeah. those conversations with everybody from age, you know, 15, 16 for a summer job up through managers who, you know, this has been their career. It's going to look a little bit different, but you need to bring all those perspectives to the table so that ultimately that mission and vision and all of that is like coming to fruition and it brings it brings it to life in the day-to-day of, of the team i love that and just thinking about you know if you have a company it doesn't matter how big it is if you have a mm-hmm. company and everyone gets to say like yeah. kind of like what what is their vision for the company mm-hmm. how do, what do you see right yeah and uh, i think when you pull that all together you know that really makes a wholesome company yeah it, it makes a creative company. It makes a very, very diverse company and rich. I feel like rich. It's not just one vision. You yeah. know, it's like so many people's visions in there and then they get to see maybe even make a vision board, you know, and everyone <laughs> gets to put their vision. So that yeah. is so it, it kind of makes them part of the company beyond the pay, beyond the job. And I think also what I like is, is when you say the vision of the company, when a company really sits down and mm-hmm. really thinks about that and just the leadership, that's fine. Owners, leadership, yeah. just sit down and do that. What is your vision? Because so mm-hmm. many companies don't have a vision and they're pulled right. in all these directions. And, you know, everyone is throwing each other under the bus behind their back and talking just to stand there better or not to fess mm-hmm. up or whatnot. But I tell you what, when you have a vision, when you really have a, a you have a journey, just like a human being, you know, you have a journey, you have a vision, you have goals, you have dreams and mm-hmm. and then you you build that and then you let the people speak too I mean I cannot imagine that that's an unhappy place to work at <laughs> or a place right? that you want to leave you know what I'm right? saying? unless you have a better opportunity that's more fitting mm-hmm. because we're always ever-changing and companies yeah. are ever-changing too so you have to keep talking about it but think about if the first step of every company they would just drop everything for just five seconds have a meeting what's the vision create that then let the people speak to create a big vision board and yeah. know that that's the journey and it's in a life journey it changes left and right we're going to keep up to up with it and new people are coming in what's your vision for the company what would you like this to be who would you like to be in the company i think that's like wow that's like an a life and like a pump there's so and, much energy i in that, know right? right there's so much energy and i, I love know. that you and i have that connection where like that energy is is yes. like what's what drives us um and we can feel it and we can pick oh, up yeah. on it and you yes. know it's kind of like a superpower jacqueline right well it <laughs> is but i mean everything is energy that's the thing you can yeah. try to change when there's an issue a problem you can try to change it on a physical life level or you can just, you know, align with what's mm-hmm. really going on. And yeah. a lot of times it changes and it, it shifts itself, right? Whereas in the physical life level, you try, you try, I did this, I did mm-hmm. that, I run and run and run. I'm so exhausted and it's still not changing. Yet energetically, if you say, you know what, give me a minute. And then you align and everything and you get yourself into a good frequency and a good energy it's a lot of times the issue is not even there anymore because it, yeah. when you change the outside world changes too and it's that's it's so interesting. powerful it's powerful it is powerful and it's interesting too one of the one of the other kind of little 
nuggets is, um, you know, think about when, when a manager, this is another coaching, um, you know, walks into a room or a meeting, whether it's a great conversation or a bad, you know, or a feedback conversation, think about them as, as like a thermometer, like testing the temperature of the room. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Because temperature as, as the leader it's your responsibility, right. To Mm -hmm. kind of enter that space. And you don't want to send it just if it's already a little bit hostile, you don't want to send it even more in that direction. Right. Um, So that's kind of another coaching of look at people's body language, look at, you know, the tone of voice, like what does, what does that tell you assessing the situation before you even open your mouth to speak on whatever the topic is just kind of being present in that space taking it in figuring yeah. out what what that looks like and, and that's all happens in, in in a quick amount of time right i'm not saying stand oh, there yeah. no <laughs> no no seconds, it's you know but but it um, asks for yeah. you to be aligned with who you really are and it asks for you to do whatever it takes for yourself so when mm. you show up at work you are the best ever you that you yeah. can be and then yeah. it's very simple to tune into it. And also when you bring a great energy into the company, it's just like, you change yeah. everything. You shift everything, Absolutely. a smile, a laugh, yeah. a thank you. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it changes everything, how you show up. And with that, you change your company, you know? Yeah. But I also think that um, what I'm hearing a lot in the focus groups and also mm-hmm. like in the podcast episodes is from HR that a lot of times HR are kind of like, you know, you know, because they don't have, you know, the best taste aftertaste ever, they're kind of like also a little bit put to the side. And I Mm -hmm. think that a more dynamic and modern way to look at HR is actually that they're able to create a stage where everyone can meet, meaning that they need to become partners to Mm -hmm. the upper level, you know, and get the freedom to deal and to take care of the people too, right? Yeah, absolutely. The partnership is crucial. I don't think it's life, right? When you partner yeah. in anything, you're going to have more success than in a silo or if you're being combative or if someone doesn't see you um, aligned, which is why, you know, I, I think it's really important to go in to every conversation, listen to what that manager has to say, you know, if you're about to go into say a, uh, an investigation situation or a coaching moment. Okay. Tell me your side. Tell me yeah. why you feel X, Y, and Z has happened or, you know, what is that? And then when you're in there, you're listening to the other person and you're able to support what your yeah. partner is saying, but also the professional neutral part of HR is still able to show up to yeah. bring in whatever that other person yeah. is saying to help bridge that perspective and help them kind of listen to each other. Now, don't don't get me wrong, if it's an unsafe situation or if it's something cut and dry, you know, some sort of, you know, violation of company policy that's like pretty black and white, like, you know, that those conversations yeah. are different. But um, but for the most part, I think I think having that partnership, um, you know, doing one on ones are so important over coffee, over lunch, you know, just having having that time um each week to connect with the managers on your team or you know like in my case being kind of that that partner to the to the ceo um is really important to kind of hear their mindset being that sounding board for them yeah you know oftentimes i would sit um sit down with with my partner and we would i would say okay tell me what you're thinking tell me what you want to say 
um, tell me how you how you think you want to approach this. So letting them kind of like practice and get it out so you can coach in the moment of, okay, no, that's amazing. But I would, I would approach it this way. You know, maybe you could shift this a little bit or that a little bit, you know, and, and if you have that trust and you have that respect and that partnership, then giving them that feedback, they're grateful for it because oh, it's going to yeah, make absolutely. them better and a stronger absolutely. leader and be received more when they come into that space and they need to, um, you know, share whatever messages that they're sharing. Yeah, and what you just said is like, it makes it better, make them better. And I yeah. think that is extremely important to highlight. Even when problems are rising, problems are there that when you face them and when you kind of like with a good attitude face them and with trust and everything and kindness and encouragement, it makes everything better because what comes out of this issue, the learning, the expansion of the people, of the company and everything, and I think that is extremely important. Everything always makes everything better if you can actually come to it with a good attitude. If, if you can come to it with trust, encouragement, and just, you know, not bitterment and maybe not take everything so personal. Right. But the making it better, it's always an expansion. Every problem is always an expansion every issue but every smile and every happiness is an expansion too every meeting you have with a person is an expansion mm -hmm. you know personally for the company for the person you're talking and that it's about and for leadership and i like that you said that making it better to do yeah, and maybe it, focus on that you know yeah it's also looking at it from the perspective of failing forward Yes, your point. Yeah. Like you're not. Yes, mistakes can happen. Yeah, but what did you learn from it? What did you take exactly. away? What What can you apply then next time? Um, and sometimes, you know, those are the ways that you know with employee handbooks, for example. You know, those are sometimes how policies and and processes and things are improved is simply because oh crud, like we didn't think about that. Yeah. <laughs> and then that happened. Wow. I never thought that X, Y, and Z would happen in an organization, but it did. Okay. Now we really should think about how how is has that policy been written? How do we hold people accountable? Um, you know, whatever that might be. And so failing forward, you're gonna learn something. It's gonna be bumpy. You're gonna have some band-aids and some scrapes here and there, but um, it's gonna make- And that's you, okay. Yeah, that's yeah, okay. it's gonna make you yeah. better, me better, um, yeah. and, and the organization overall, so. Yeah. yeah, and I would say just uplift your HR people a little bit more, yeah. you know, and a little yeah. more and a little more. Put them yeah. a little bit higher and mm -hmm. trust them a little more and support HR because it's like before I started the corporate happiness show, you know, I mean, it's like I did not really speak with HR experts that much and speaking with so many HR experts is like, oh my, I mean, they have the capability of carrying the whole ship and making everything better. It's like they are the glue. They are everything <laughs> infusing HR people with power and trust and encouragement and yep. also like, you know, uplift and everything I think is just it's a superpower. It's a it superpower. Is. And you know, in the focus group, actually, I just remember in the focus group, mm -hmm. someone said, yeah, as HR people, sometimes, you know, I encourage, I do all these good things for everyone. And 
I mean, I love my job. I love doing it. But once in a while, somebody actually doing this for HR would be amazing yeah. too. So let's just toss that right in there too. Yeah. Not just uplift your HR people and be grateful for them, but also like, you know, how are you, how are you actually um, treating your HR people to something special? Yeah, I think you've totally touched upon something. The burnout is real. Yes. You know, and so how do you, how do you, you know, recognize that within the organization and how does the HR person come to that and come to their manager, whatever level that might be, so yeah. they can recognize it? Because to your point earlier in the show, you know, we talked about that the HR person can wear that burden on their shoulders because everyone is, we're the collector of all the yeah. things, right? Everyone's like pushing all the feelings and all of the issues and everything toward us. And we have to come, like we said, kind of collect and hold it all together, filter out all of the things and then mm -hmm. figure out, all right, how are we going to move forward? That's a lot emotionally. That's a lot, I, yeah. I know as someone that wears, wears my heart right here and ha <clears throat> has a lot of encouragement for others. Like, you know, there have been seasons of my HR career that I felt whew, really like, yeah, it's a lot. You know, mm -hmm. depending upon the things that you're walking through with your team, um, it can feel a lot. So, you know, some strategies that I've used is just, you know, to have that one-on-one -on -one with my manager, whoever that might be, um, just to say, okay, like, whew, I'm feeling a little bit, you know, bogged down in this. And to kind of like bring it back to, like you said earlier, like the purpose, yeah. you know, the purpose of why are we here? Okay, I'm not, I have a superpower, HR is a superpower, but ultimately I'm not the one that's going to, um, you know, be able to fix everything. You can't fix everything. No. Reminding and that's yourself okay. about that's that okay. is so important. Yeah, and that's okay. And just like, yeah, the question is for the listeners, how are you supporting your HR team and how yeah. are you making them feel special and uplifting them? Because that's, yeah. I think it's, it is a, very, it is a, very important. Very it is. Important. It's so important. It's, it's, you know, I think giving them a voice, giving them that voice that where they can come to you and say, okay, you know, here's how yeah. I'm feeling. And you can say, you know what, <laughs> you're amazing. Like, it's yeah. great. You know, just, just yeah. hang in there with me. Um, I think just recognizing their efforts, um, giving them a seat at the table. I think, I think that to your I like point that. earlier, that's huge. You know, I've been, um, in a, a few different organizations in my career and it's definitely ebbed and flowed with with the level of influence that the hr team has been given um but you know i think you gotta push forward you gotta yeah. continue to show up you gotta not be afraid i think with with the hr you know realm you need to be able to raise your hand and say nope hey. you yeah. need to feel strong and in, in in your um, training and in who you are for the team and the organization and yourself to be able to raise your hand when you don't agree with something. Yeah, and trust yourself too yes. when you don't agree because don't don't try to question, mm, you know, no trust yeah. yourself. And that was another thing in an in a earlier podcast episode that's already live. Um, they, they did say that claim that seat. Don't wait until somebody gives you a seat. Go. Yes claim that seat but make sure you're prepared why would you even want a seat what do you what can you yeah. bring to the table make a plan and then very very clear you know and very confidently 
go and claim that seat. And the good news is that once you're sitting there, everyone, I mean, it's going to be, you're going to make the company a better place. You know, mm -hmm. it's like to Absolutely. really have that voice and be loud about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love it. Yeah. And I think one Great. thing um, that you, we might've talked about in the focus group too, is just that like active listening piece that is such a skill. Um, and I think it's, it's such an important piece of, of why HR is important because yeah. they're actively listening. They're there, they're kind of, people might think they're in the background, but they're hearing everything mm -hmm. from all angles. So that when you do find yourself at that seat at the table, the amount of authority and, um, you know, resonance that you have, like you're there and you, you have all of this um, information to share that, that otherwise some, some different levels might not hear, you yeah. know, you might, be able to yeah. share something that someone brought to you that otherwise they wouldn't feel comfortable coming to their manager, but because they had to stop by your office, your desk or whatever to grab a direct deposit form. And you said, Hey, like, are you doing okay? How are you? And you genuinely took a minute to ask them how they were and they shared what's going on in their life. Light bulbs can go off. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. That's, that's the, that's that gold um, that I was talking about earlier, where it's like those that information is so, so, so crucial oh, to the health yeah. of an organization, because Absolutely. at the end of the day, whether you're making a cog or a burrito or a chicken sandwich or whatever it might be, <laughs> there are human beings that are at every single step of the way. And we need to remember that we don't employ robots. Maybe, maybe some organizations do, but like <laughs> there's are humans and, you know, we need to understand kind of where they're at in their in their journey so that we can all kind of make make that space a better healthier more positive and encouraging environment overall Absolutely. for everyone i love it love it so i mean we could keep talking forever <laughs> however <laughs> we kind of came to the end you know of the time and whatnot so i really appreciate that um we connected through so many venues and that actually you know we sat together a couple times and talked about this because i feel like it made the conversation even more rich so thank you so much for being on the show and where can people connect with you where can people find you oh such a pleasure such a pleasure corporate happiness show is incredible you're incredible thank you. um yeah so jennifer grunio uh is my name and i'm working on the podcast you can find me on linkedin oh my gosh if anyone's listening to this and they want to uh you know connect with me on linkedin that would be wonderful i'll be keeping everyone up to date on my plans for my podcast rollout it's definitely going to be in the encouragement vein so okay still i'm excited i'm excited yeah, we can use too. we can use Jacqueline, these thank you podcasts. so much can you thank spell you. your last name for us yes. real quick yeah it's g-r-a-n as in nancy i-l-l-o so excellent. jennifer excellent yes. Listen, go hang out with Jennifer. Only good stuff can come out of this. And then I'm excited for your podcast, of course. Thank and you. listeners, thank you so much for spending your precious time with us. I hope you got some inspirational information from that, from this conversation. You can find me at freakyhealer.com. I work with conscious leaders, conscious individuals, and conscious businesses. So you can also email me at infotfreakyhealer.com and we'll come up with something good for you. So thanks so much and until next time. Bye. <laughs>